Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace in addition to all this take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god and pray in the spirit on all occasion with all these kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. These words became clearer and clearer as the Lord sends me to different places. As I shared in the previous podcast, everything that could rise in the last place rose as my time there was coming to an end. Then I was sent to this new town where the first few days I woke up, cried, ate, cried out, to the Lord, thinking also that it was healing and restoration from the last place, as I felt like Elisha when he was running from Jezebel in 1 Kings 18, 19-19.3. Take the time to read it. Everything in the Bible, it's a lesson, an example of what we go through, or what we will go through. That's how I left the last place, as if my life depended on it, and exhausted chased by the principalities of Balaam, sexual immorality, and Jezebel, manipulation, destruction, lies, and all those principalities do. It was all to distract me from the next assignment. In this new place where the Holy Spirit sent me as soon as I got off the bus, this motorcycle guy approached me and asked me where I was going, then said to let's leave the suitcase in a house to go see a few places. Three places were seen, and the last place where there is a bedroom with a fan in it and a bathroom was where it seems I needed to be. I was provided to get the mosquito net, mirror, toilet seat, and the brush to clean the toilet. I have to let the lady know in the morning and at night when I'm taking a shower so she can turn on the water. Two buckets of paints are used to be filled, one to flush the toilet and the other one to shower with a small bucket to take the water for both the toilet and to shower. Each day, the woman who owns and runs the place, who is an elderly woman, makes coffee and lunch for me. I don't drink coffee every day, so I get a small, non-refrigerated chocolate milk boxes and crackers for breakfast. She tries to make sure I'm okay and that no one does anything to me. In the book of James, 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. A couple of times, the man who was used to transport me has asked me for money. They seem to charge me more than what they would charge everybody else. For example, a motorcycle ride is meant to be 50 pesos, and they charge me 100. 
same as in the last town. I am praying for the Lord to direct me in that situation. There's so much evil, addiction, darkness, that it makes sense that the light of the Holy Spirit needs to be here. It's so palpable with the way people behave, the music they listen to, that is also promoting diabolical ways, stating in the group it represents that it's a Satanist group. The enemy and his recruits are working overtime in places like this to start with the kids and young adults, to trap them in very vicious cycles. But as they get to know Jesus Christ, the eyes are open and the evil stops. Today, as I was eating, a man with a principality came over. I shared the good news, and he went on to say that he was Jesus. So what came out of my mouth was that it is Jesus to multiply the money. He then st started shredding the meat that a restaurant owner had given him and throwing it on the floor. Then he came over, touched my shoulder, and all that came out of my mouth, yelling for the first time, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. To which the principality and the man answered, I can't have sex with you today because of my leg. Then I kept yelling, I rebuke you in Jesus' name, trying to embrace to embarrass me and the man himself. Then he left a while after I prayed with the people there and shared the good news of Jesus and the restaurant owner passed his arm on mine and it was very disrespectful and inappropriate as his wife was there, but it also showed what it says in Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. Jesus also, Jesus also how when someone does not have a relationship with Jesus, they're easily manipulated by the principalities of darkness. The man with the principality that was first rebuked came back, started telling people that I had spit at him and that I was going to be a problem for him. That's what the principality thought. Then he grabbed a rock and threatened to hit the person he was talking to in a car. Jesus, the principality rose because it knows the Holy Spirit is in town. Jesus. I have been taking the time to listen to sermons, worship, the book of Hebrews, repent, which was what I heard to read when I arrived. Thankful for those who have prayed and I have met through this journey of serving the Lord. I know and trust the Lord's kingdom will come and will be done in Jesus' name. Take the time to give your life to Jesus if you have not done so. There's healing, restoration, forgiveness, purpose eternal life, and so much more that comes with having a relationship with Jesus. Listen, share, and subscribe to this blog podcast, praying it serves as an encouragement and guide for others.